Great Lake Park City Council meetings now called to order. Administration, <coughs> call the roll, please. Council members Wendling? Here. Goodwill Bischoff? Dirks? Here. Moran? Here. Mayor Nelson? Here. Would everybody please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thanks, everybody. Additions or corrections or any item council or staff would like to add or change to tonight's agenda? I have nothing. Nothing. Council? Nothing. Discussion from the floor. This is a time any <coughs> resident can approach city council for something that's not on tonight's agenda to approach city council on their views and thoughts. Anybody here that would like to do so? Step up to the podium and state your name. My name is Eric Jolene, 700 Holland Lane, Spring Lake Park. Uh, I'm here tonight because it's my understanding that there's cities in the state of Minnesota that have made it known to the governor's office that they are not in favor of changing the Minnesota state flag. There's no reason for it. It's our state heritage. It's flown over the state for 166 years, and I see no reason to change it. The morning of December 20th, I was at home and watching the Fox 9 morning news, and they had a poll. They polled random Minnesotans, and there were three, there were three uh, choices given as to how you felt about the flag. Love it indifferent or hate it. Would any of our esteemed council members care to take a guess at how many random Minnesota, the percentage of random Minnesotans polled love the new flag? <coughs> Anybody? And I've got it on my phone if you want to see it. A, pic a picture of it. Yeah. But would you, would you care to take a guess at how many <coughs> the percentage of Minnesotans polled love the new flag? Does it? Four percent. Would you care? And th these aren't my. These aren't my. This isn't my data. This is Fox Nine. Care to take a care to take a shot at how many the percentage of Minnesotans that hate the new flag design? About ninety-eight. Ninety-two. Well, there was four percent that loved it, so you couldn't have ninety-eight that hate it. <laughs> but. <laughs> but 92% of random Minnesotans polled, according to Fox 9, hate the new flag design. There's going to be a lot of money spent in changing signage, changing flags. There's going to be millions of dollars spent in this changeover, and there's no reason for it, because 92% of taxpayers in this state hate the new flag. And I don't think there's any reason why the city of Spring Lake Park shouldn't get behind the other cities that have let the governor's office know that there's no need for this. That's my two cents for what it's worth. I agree with you, Eric. Uh, uh, we got to redesign the city seal. We got to buy new flags. Uh, when you look at some of the same polls, the people that sold the old Minnesota flag, everything they had in stock sold out in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Different polls, different things that you go. 
the men that brought forth the change of the flag in 1917, he was, or 1917, 1970, <clears throat> 1917, the correct date, uh, Mr. Holleran, uh, went from being an accountant, he didn't like the flag. He is the gentleman that owns the company that's selling all the Minnesota flags that are selling like hotcakes right now. Uh, no, it's an interesting dilemma that uh, the legislature put upon us. Uh, I maintain, sign the petition that's out there on social media, uh, right to your legislature, your senator, your, uh, your senator and your representative, to have them make the difference in the next time, but uh, I got a feeling that it's just gonna be rolled over uh, in the next legislative session to pass uh, the design that they're they're picking on. But no, it's a convoluted story. The flag last was uh, modified in 1968. I did research to see how long, it, how, how long our flag has been the blue, dark blue background with our seal in there. Uh, it's been changed at least 10 times since uh, 1860. Uh, so uh, you have to get well, It's been generally the same for all those years with, with uh, modifications. With modifications. It started out being white with this uh, expansive red ri ribbon on the bottom and uh, 11 stars, I think, around there. But no, it's uh, interesting. I like history, and that's why I always thought it was our original flag since 1858 when we became a state. Uh, so uh, all I can say is this, I don't know if the city's sending out a little message that uh, our legislatures are, uh, are going to listen to it. So I, like I said, signed the pledge. I will contact my representatives uh, to say vote no. And that's where it's going to be heard more than the city of Spring Lake Park putting out a notice in the local paper uh, that we don't like the design. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to do any good, you know, for the city of Spring well, maybe, Lake Park. Maybe, maybe it won't do any good. Maybe 92% of the people in the state will be ignored and this will get shoved down our throats anyway. But, uh, but, if, but, if, but if you sit down and you don't say anything, well, it's going gonna, gonna to go. Well, that's what I'm telling you to do. I mean, you know. Uh, how many other people saw? I don't watch the news. Well, that's why they're here tonight is voicing their opinion because they're yes. taxpayers that live in this city and it's going to no. cost taxpayer dollars yeah. to change this. Everything and there was from uh, official documents uh, to notary seals. Uh, the biggest thing in social media was police badges. Uh, do we, I don't think we got a Minnesota symbol on our patch. No. Uh, Police department doesn't currently have the Minnesota symbol on it. Yeah, so, so. you know, there's misinformation out there uh, that are <coughs> anti-new flag, which is a good thing. But uh, no, contact your legislatures. You know, make them take notice that they're getting heat from the average citizen. Uh, fine that you're here. I appreciate you're here. Uh, we we talked about this in the workshop beforehand. Uh, and I'm voicing the same opinion that I did in there, is that we have to do it as individuals. Uh, how many cities, one county and how many cities have uh, voted
voted well, what, But what's wrong with the city of Spring Lake Park saying, hey, we're not in favor of this? Uh, Dan? See, I'm, I'm strongly in disagreement with Councilmember Wendling. I think this is a city thing, and all cities should jump out of this, just like uh, uh, Cass County or Crow Wing County commissioners did this. I, I think uh, 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 the legislature picks on us and picks on little cities and tries to, tries to get us together to pass their agendas. I think it's time that the people step up and do it the opposite way around and make our voices heard that this is wrong. It's costing taxpayer dollars. There was nothing wrong with what we have. Uh, you know the Native Americans that I know, most of them are Ojibwe. None of them find a prejudice. None of them. They, they, they don't even see the logic in this. Our friends that are doing this, there's a the, the couple other tribes that do, that interpret what they're trying to sell to the public. But the people I know and the people I know in this city do not feel that way. I talked to a lot of you, a lot of you are why you're here tonight, because I wanted your voices to be heard, and you said you'll never listen to us. Well, I'm here to listen to you. And I believe in what your cause is. I appreciate that, Bob. And 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 I see nothing <coughs> wrong with farmers, a horse, a native, on our flag, to where it has to be changed to anything else, and in the first similarities to a different country. I despise that. This is Minnesota. This is the United States. This is why I serve here. My beliefs are why you people keep electing me the 23, 24 years I've been here. I believe in this city. I believe in this state. And your voices have to be heard. I'd like you all to talk because this will be published. And this might be the first stepping stone. We can get out of the way and do what Kenny said and talk to our legislatures and do this, but it'll fall on deaf ears. Right now is your chance to say what you feel. So I would like everybody <coughs> here to come up and say what they feel. I do Thank have you. a question for everyone to keep in mind when coming up. Do you have a problem with the new flag or are you anti-change the flag at all, I guess is my question. Because I agree, the new flag, I'm not a fan of, it's not as cool. I, I don't think it's the best choice, but I also see the need for change because there is a huge population of people who are saying that the depiction of the crest on the flag is incredibly offensive to them. So while all of our opinions matter, all of our opinions matter. So if there is a large population being like, hey, this was really harmful to us, what is the middle ground then? So everyone feels good about it. That's what I'm asking. I don't think the flag should be changed at all. Okay. And the question that I would ask you is if I went to a foreign country and expressed <laughs> displeasure with their, with their heritage or their traditions, how long do you think I'd be alive? Except that it would be indigenous folks, and this is their home, <laughs> just as much as it is our home. So it's not a different country for them. Well, not for them. Or us. I mean, so I'm, I'm just curious 
is it the change of the flag that's the problem, or is it, I mean. Uh, I, I see the flag as honoring indigenous people. Okay. Can you explain that more to me? It's, it's, it's on the flag. If we, if, we, if we wanted to hide their influence, their heritage, we wouldn't, we wouldn't recognize them on the flag. They wouldn't be there. So if we could make a flag, just out of curiosity, that honored them and they all agreed honored them, but it changed the flag, would well, you be on board with that? Well, the current flag does honor them. But it, they don't see it that way. Any, uh, anybody uh, uh, anybody uh, can change Ojibwe anything. Ojibwe do it's the son of Sudas is not. Anything can change anything. If, if you want to be mad about something, you can interpret anything any way you want. Absolutely. People got mad about a, about a woman on a syrup bottle. <laughs> It was it was meant to honor her, not make fun of her. Right. <laughs> I was just asking about the flag, about our feelings about it, and if there is a large population, which this is fact, I'm not saying my feelings or I know someone, there's a large portion of people who feel that it is offensive to them. Is there a common ground that we could all agree on, is what I'm asking. Well, as Bob pointed out, there's a there's a lar there's a large Indian population in the state that, that has no problem with it, that likes the, the Indian on the flag then I agree that everyone should make their voices heard and let the state decide what it's going to decide. But in the end, all we can do is all raise our voices. Well, 92% of taxpayers in the state said they hate the new flag, so. <laughs> then I, I would assume it's going to get voted down and go back to be redesigned. Is that 92% of tax paper, ta taxpayers or 92% of a random Fox News poll? Ooh. Okay, 92% of a random Fox News poll. Okay. Maybe, maybe those people, maybe they do or don't pay taxes. I don't know who they surveyed. Okay. But I presume most of them are probably taxpayers. Thank you. Thank you, Ward. Somebody else, please. You want to, anybody else? Well, Council, I, uh, I know where I'm going to be on this thing. I'd like to have a, a resolution go to the state to uh, not allow the flag to be changed. But if I made a motion to do that, we would be voted down. Uh, it's the way I look at it. Uh, I have a question for the general public. Uh, if we pass this resolution are, are you going to write call email your representatives Absolutely. are you going to take the poll that's on uh, various sites I mean uh, if there's no action from the residents of Minnesota contacting them uh, I'll call the governor's office I, don't, I doubt it will make any difference if it's rammed down our throats over yeah the well that's what you have to do you, you know, you'd have to Organize to do more for a greater amount of people than just the city of Spring Lake Park. Uh, Spring Lake Park is number seven city in the state of Minnesota to pass a resolution. Uh, excuse me, bronchitis. <coughs> uh, uh, well, we'll need your individual help also. I mean. Uh, that's all our request. I mean, you need to have a, a large group of people, not just. Well, the city of Spring Lake Park wants to make it known to the state against this. I'll, I'll back it in any way I can. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Well, even so if this city is fairly far. I'm not saying that that would be the way I would do it as well. I'm just honestly, I don't think we're being heard anyway. Can you please come up to the podium and, and speak, please? My name's Erica Glem, live at 738 84th Avenue, Northeast and Spring Lake Park. I feel that we are not being heard because no matter how we vote, it doesn't change anything. Um, we're in a district that Minneapolis covers, so we're not voting for anybody that believes in what we believe in. I believe that when things get changed, as uh, you had said, everybody's saying, well, we're having a problem with this. I don't think it's the people that are being represented as far as the Indians are concerned to be in a problem. I think it's people that think that they're the problem. And I, I have said this for many years that People want to find a problem, and they choose to find the problem. That's the reason why they're trying to change our state flag, because it doesn't represent Minnesota at all. I mean, you look at the flag, and there's no resemblance of what our state represents. The new flag? Yes. Okay. There's no representative at all of what our state is. I mean, we're farmers. We are the, we're known for what we do for other people and you can't see that in the new flag. There's nothing to represent who we are at all. It's colors and it doesn't even say that it's Minnesota at all, nothing. One thing that has always been known for Minnesota is that yes, we represent who owned the state before we even came here, which is the, in, I'm going to try to say this, but indigenous people, they owned the state before we came here. We became a part of that. It's a huge thing for us. And we're representing that in the flag now. Yes. Do things need to be added over the years? Sure. But the whole thing doesn't need to be changed to represent not what is our history. We all need to learn from our history, and that's what our flag does, is show us our history to who we are now. And that, that's just my understanding. I think that was well said. Uh, history's in the flag, history's in the books. We got to show people our history. Sometimes history was bad and it's protected, but then we learn from history and we don't make those mistakes again. That's a constant reminder to where you got to grow, to where you want to go to, to where you want to be. So I agree with a lot of things you just said, and as we've talked to a lot of you people, I know about everyone that's in this room, I know, and there's hundreds more that I talk to. You've got to learn from history, you cannot erase history. Right. 
And that is a major mistake of erasing history because then you can't learn from it. And then the cycle will turn and you will repeat history in some ways, not positive manners. I believe in this, what you said. Uh, you know how many natives I know, all, all of you do. Um, mostly Ojibwe, uh, a few Southern Sioux, but there's where the difference comes in, where I made the one lady mad here that's elected to the Southern Sioux, because I rang up. She didn't know the wolf clan and the bear clan and the turtle clan. Uh, at the time, I didn't know there was a war between the factions. But there again is prejudice because they couldn't get along. This is where we all got to get along and get over this, whether you're Southern Sioux, Ojibwe, Bear Clan, any clan, wolf clan, all of these things, just like black and white and, and Mexican or whatever, uh, all the different nationalities and races or whatever we have to do. And to erase what we did on either one is wrong. That's why I stand by this flag, because it represents to me unity. That we were hunters, we were gatherers. That's why the plow was there. That's why the horse was there. That's why the guns were there. We were hunters, we were gatherers, we worked together. I see nothing racist about it. My Ojibwe people that I know see nothing racist about it. And to hear this other things, I cannot understand. Um, I never went to college. I just talked to a lot of people. And all of you people know I love to gab. I mean, I'll come into your garage and I'll meet people and I'll sit there and talk for hours. But that's my way to learn what's going on in my community. And what you guys are reflecting and what I can reflect in my life experiences, uh, I turn 65 a week from now. And I've lived here my whole life. And I've talked to people for 65 years in the city of Spring Lake Park. And that means a lot to me on what this community needs, wants to hear. Whether I'm right or wrong, I don't know. But you guys had your choice to come up and talk, and I appreciate it. We're on the same wavelength. But if we don't fight this all together, where is the community? Where is the 65 years I've been here? Even with the new diversity that's coming here, we still have a history. Uh, if this keeps up, the next thing you know, I'm going to be in trouble because I got a Black Panther for the school logo. And that'll end up somehow being racist. Just like the Fighting Sioux. Some of this has got to be like the old days when we had Archie Bunker and uh, rising on our uh, moving on up and you know, it's where we could laugh and joke about a few things without taking everything so offensive that we can just get along and make this all work. 
without trying to change the world because there wasn't a problem until you're trying to look for the problem. That's my view as the mayor. Are you making a resolution to move this? A motion? Yeah. I would like to. Uh, mayor, point of order. So what the motion would be, because we don't have a resolution language before the council, would be to direct staff to draft the resolution. Yes. I think we need a work session in addition. Yes. Well, I got two against. What are you doing, Kenny? It's two of the two, so if it's a tie, it fails. Well, we haven't, had a, we haven't done a roll call yet. Well, I know we ain't got a roll call yet, but I already heard two opinions, so I know how many people are in this behind this uh, desk, so I know where the outcome's coming. No, no, I'm all for drafting the resolution. I would like a work, work session, session prior. prior. That is it. Yeah. yeah. Not saying no, saying I need more I would like a work session. And prior. I'm not going to decide in five minutes. Uh, I will, uh, I will uh, uh, go along with that. So I would like to make a motion to have a work session and uh, try up a resolution on the uh, opposition of the change of the state flag in Minnesota. Would that be the correct uh, terminology? Yes. You're directing staff to draft the resolution and then have a work session to discuss the resolution. Correct. Any further discussion? Hearing none, Administrator, call the roll. Council members Wendling? Aye. Dirks? Aye. Moran? Aye. Mayor Nelson? Aye. I thank you all. Uh, this will be a work session. Work sessions are open to the public. You can come and listen to what we talk about. Uh, generally, uh, public input during a work session is not allowed, but you can listen and hear what we're talking about. But it is open to the public. Uh, you'll be able to. You'll have a paperwork to what uh, the resolution is going to be. You're going to listen to the council's input, how we discuss things, and then after the work session is done, it'll go to the next uh, council meeting. If uh, there's enough weight to make it move that far, and then we'll have a vote on it. Am I correct there, Administrator? Uh, that would be the typical procedure would be that uh, the council would um, discuss it at the work session and then would uh, come to a consensus to refer it to the full um, to, to, a, to a regular council meeting for action potential action so that being done um, I would uh, get a hold of people and contact your council people let them know where you feel, what you feel. Let them all know. This has got to be somewhat on the fast track because legislative session starts in February, first week, if I remember right. Is that not correct? So the timeline for that to get on the docket in St. Paul has to be done soon. Mm -hmm. 
So don't let the ball drop. We won't hear. This will be scheduled as soon as we can get this done. I'll make sure of that. And I, I know he just heard me, so uh, we this, will take this will, care of This will be on the agenda for February 5th for a work session. Okay. okay. And, and we will be there. And then we can uh, carry this on, and we'll see where it goes to where where recommendations are to the state legislature. Does that make sense? And is there any questions? Thank you. Moving on to six, consent agenda, approval of minutes, December 19, 2023, City Council meeting. 6B, approval of minutes, January 2nd, 2024, City Council meeting. 6C, approval of claims list, disperse, general disbursements number 2023. 6D, resolution 2024-09, appointing elect election judges for the 2024 presidential nominating primary and not is that right a nominating primary yes nomination he forgot his hand uh, nominating that's no. the right word no okay uh 6a resolution 2024-10 accepting donations from the spring lake parks lions club uh, 6F, contractor's licenses. Uh, 6G, uh, businesses' licenses. Um, I would entertain a motion for approval with one exception. Uh, well, I just clarification for Kenny because he's a Lions member and he probably would have did it anyways. But, yes, uh, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, we'll vote on it all at once, but uh, Kenny, would you ex ex please uh, explain uh, well, item E? Uh, resolution 2410, accepting donations from the Spring Lake Park Lions. They gave us park and rec $4,300 to be split between uh, the Sweetheart Dance and the Seniors uh, Luncheon, Valentine's uh, Luncheon. The luncheon's on the 13th. I can't remember. Uh, when the sweetheart dance is, but that's held at the Kenneth Hall Auditorium, both fantastic events. Uh, so with that, I'll make a motion to, to approve the consent agenda. <laughs> I know you're having a hard time breathing with your bronchitis, so uh, thank you, Kenny. Uh, any further discussion? Hearing none, Administrator Colorado. Council members Wendling? Aye. Dirks? Aye. Moran? Aye. Mayor Nelson? Aye. Next on uh, item seven, department reports. Uh, <coughs> police report chief, if you would, please. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, uh, City Council. Um, my full police report for December 2023 is in your packets, but I will bring a few things forward for you tonight. Uh, we responded to 844 calls for service in December of 2023. And that is compared to 684 calls for service in December of 2022. Um, that brought our full numbers uh, for 2023 to a little over 9,500 police calls, including traffic stops this year. 
which uh, was about a 10% increase uh, from last year's calls. Investigator Bennett reported handling uh, 35 cases, 27 of those felony and eight misdemeanor cases, along with five forfeiture cases. And then he also assisted uh, the Blaine Police Department with an auto theft uh, retail um, uh, uh, crime uh, detail um, in the city of Blaine, but it also it, it borders on Northtown as well, so that, that affects the city of Spring Lake Park, so we've allowed them to be a part of those uh, theft um, details. Um, myself um, and the administrative staff, along with Sergeant Kramer, Sergeant Fisk, and Investigator Benick, attended the Administrative Professional Appreciation Lunch uh, with, at the Anoka County Chiefs Association on December 21st. And that uh, lunch just recognizes our administrative staff, which would be Lisa and Kim, um, and just all the hard work that they do throughout the year. They, they really are the backbone of, of our, our office area. So we absolutely cannot um, operate without them, and um, we're, we're grateful for their work uh, throughout the year. I stayed busy along uh, with some meetings and uh, some trainings as well. Um, we hosted our Pizza with a Cop on the uh, uh, 21st of December and had a, a very good turnout. Um, uh, George joined us as along with Ann with um, Park and Rec, and it was just good conversations with the, with the community and the people that showed up. So it's kind of a new thing, obviously a new thing that we did, and it was, I, I thought it turned out very well. It was, it was nice. Um, and then uh, it's, as we uh, looked back at uh, 2023, I want to thank our officers and our sergeants as well um, for all the hard work that they do. Um, we saw that 10% increase in calls and traffic stops this year, but we actually saw a significant drop in our reportable crimes um, through the FBI. Uh, so that uh, I accredit that to the officers and the sergeants' hard work on the street. So. Um, that will end my report uh, for this month. If you guys have any questions, I can uh, take those at this time. Oh, Chief, I got a compliment. Uh, as you just said, all the hard work your patrol and your sergeants and the investigators did for the last year. Uh, I get concerned, you know, when I started this 23 years ago, 24 years ago, we had 300 and some calls a year. And now we're up to these numbers that you're talking now. I mean, it's just nothing to do with you guys, but uh, the workload that you guys have to go through with our small police department. And hands off to the hard work you can do or you, you've been doing to keep up with this inflated violations and crime, that type of thing. Uh, not everybody reads Facebook, and I don't think I've seen it on 459-11, but we do have a missing person here. We talked a little bit. I think she's not found. If you could elaborate on that, what, what legally you can do to uh, inform the people on how uh, she may be found. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Mayor, for mentioning that. And I, I don't have that, uh, all the specific information on me right now, but um, if you go to our Facebook page, um, you'll see the, the missing person bulletin on that. 
and we do periodically post those when we have those on there. So um, we, we would suggest to the public to, to like our Facebook. Um, they can see those crime alerts, but they can see those missing person, runaway juvenile. Um, really, if, if, uh, if anybody sees, sees the, the missing female, um, just contact our police department right away and, and uh, give us those details. And um, obviously, it's, uh, it, when, when somebody's missing and they're missing for a significant period of time, um, we, we need the help with the public. So cold weather coming. Um, we don't want to see anybody outside um, as well. So uh, that's one of the other big things that I, I forgot to mention is, is just with the cold weather, um, uh, you know, if residents are seeing people staying outside, <coughs> contact us. Uh, we can try and get them to a shelter, and, and we have those resources that we can do. So. And resources, and yes. yes. Yep. You're always on top of it, Josh. I, I love your dedication. Uh, you're, 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 you're a good police chief. I just love the way you you take care of all this. You got that whole crew and you think about all this. So you're a great man and you do a hell of a good job. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Appreciate that. Council, any questions for the chief? It's not just Josh. It's the whole staff. It's whole staff. <laughs> I have the easy job. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that cushy corner office with right. the windows. <laughs> well, that'll change pretty soon. We got we got new building coming, so everybody will have a nice place. But just just kidding you, buddy. Uh, moving on to seven B recreation report. K, if you would please. Thank you, Mr. Mayor and Council members. A full report for the month of December is in your packet. Uh, for your review. Uh, I do want to just mention a, uh, one thing here, our North Metro Volleyball League that we established um, got up and running last fall. We started with 10 co-ed teams and six women's teams. This winter we now have 27 co-ed teams and 15 women's teams. And a lot of that is um, due to the coordination of Wesley. Um, working with both uh, uh, New Brighton, Fridley, and ourselves to begin with, and now Moundsview is also into the mix of our no North uh, Metro Volleyball League. Uh, the North Metro brand is kind of taking off. Somebody was going to steal it, but we said no. So we now have the copyright. No, I'm just kidding. Um, with that. So I just want to give a shout-out to Wesley and all of his hard work um, on getting that up. So we've, we've nearly tripled our, our numbers for that. And a lot of those games are played either in Moundsville or New Brighton. Uh, however, registration goes through all the cities and New Brighton and Spring Lake Park are taking the majority of those registrations. So we are getting um, the word out on these programs. Yeah. Uh, Tower Days, uh, we'll have another meeting here coming up January 30th, but you'll notice at the end of our packet here tonight in the correspondence that we are uh, revamping the button contest. The committee would just send it over to the high school and have one class kind of work on it. Uh, that has kind of dwindled a lot on our entries. We've now opened it up to both adults and children. We'll have two different age groups. Uh, we'll actually have then two different button designs for the first time. So we'll do a little bit of both with that. So uh, folks have until February 15th to turn in that application form for that. And it's, it's not just Spring Lake Park residents. It's our surrounding community. Because uh, if you look at our demographics, we draw from quite a few different uh, surrounding communities, and we want to invite them to be a part of that button contest also. Um, we have uh, winter programs. We have a lot of winter programs coming up. 
We hope to have the, uh, we should have the warming house open this weekend. That's our normal schedules, Thursday through Sunday over at Able Park. And then uh, we did do our open house over at Torg Brewery this past uh, Thursday. We had approximately 30 people show up for that, um, to come and talk to some of our instructors, uh, staff members, commission members. So I want to thank everyone who did appear for that. Thank you, Lisa and Ken. Uh, commission member Mark Hord was also there and again thank you to all our instructors who volunteered with that so that was a good showing um, with that that concludes my report thank you Kay mm -hmm. as always uh, your crew and yourself uh, are dedicated uh, you amaze me how you get all these people involved it just uh, you, you spark it up you get them going you come up with innovative programs so I'm you know, what do you do? And you guys pulled it off, so uh, I'm just happy. And, you know, numbers You are keep numbers. believing that we pull it off. That's all I Well, to keep up with Nintendo and Xbox 5, 6, 7, 47, 62, and get people out of the house and away from their TV in this, this uh, hit the buttons and get them out and actually do something. And, 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 and communicate with their neighbors, their friends, you know, a, a team sport type thing. It seems like, to me, I'm an old man now, but <clears throat> that's what we did as kids. Mm -hmm. And now everybody, you don't see no kickball on the street, you don't they see nothing. Everybody's doing their da -da 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 push up buttons and and that, and uh, uh, your dedication to get them out of that syndrome. Well, we recognize that people. as activities too. So we encourage that, but we encourage the, the socialization and uh, other activities and events also. It's so, great. It's yeah. great. It's, 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 my hat's off to you again. Thank you. I like the open house at Torg. Each one of the people that had a table there was an interesting, whether it was uh, selling your house, buying a house, uh, yoga, uh, the Dungeon and Dragon, young man was exciting. Uh, no, it was a, one, once again, an outstanding event. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, anything else? Uh, moving on, we will go on to item eight, ordinances and or resolutions. Resolution 2024-11. Approving MnDOT single signal agreement, hundred wow, one oh five five oh four four. Okay, there we go. And authorizing mayor and administrator, clerk, treasurer to execute said agreement. Dan, if you would please. Uh, thank you, Mayor that was members. A lot of yeah. Uh, the, the, that's MnDOT for you. But uh, anyway, um, they are resurfacing a 14-and-a-half-mile stretch of Highway 65 starting at County Road 10 here in Spring Lake Park to 237th Avenue in East Bethel um, this year. And as part of that project, they're going to be replacing um, signals, and one of those is at uh, Highway 65 and 85th Avenue. Uh, so MnDOT is requesting the city enter into an agreement between MnDOT, City of Blaine, and Anoka County to memorialize each ent entity's obligations. 
So we are not responsible for capital costs associated with the signal. Instead, um, we are responsible for doing some minor maintenance uh, with the signal, and this is consistent with our previous agreement for the current signal. Uh, maintaining the uh, signal pole mounted LED luminaries, uh, replace the LED lamps uh, and the enforcement lights, uh, cleaning the um, signal system control cabinet and service cabinet exteriors, uh, cleaning the signal system and luminaire mast arm extensions, and then uh, painting and maintain the cross street pedestrian crosswalk markings. This is not the crossing 65 pedestrian markings. Those are retained by MnDOT. This would be the on the side streets parallel with Highway 65. Uh, the uh, signal is will be galvanized steel versus the painted um, signal. Uh, that will help reduce maintenance costs. Um, so uh, we'll be able to use um, for those maintenance costs MSA maintenance funds for those. So we're recommending approval of the resolution. Thank you, Dan. Um, Replacement of the LED question. lamps for the enforcement light, that's that little white light that flashes when a emergency vehicle comes through, or is that the one that... It's, it's all the lights, okay. so um, this would be your red... Red, yellow, green. Yellow, green. Uh, Those are the enforcement what, lights. Okay. Walk, don't walk. Yep. Would that chief uh, EVPs, I believe is the correct word, which uh, Council Member Rundy talked about with the flashing lights, uh, the light, white light, you know, whether it's solid or flashing for yes. emergency vehicles, is that still under the state and not with you? And will we have problems with those like we did with the hill on 81st here in Central Avenue by High V when your lights wouldn't activate it? couldn't get in and out of the building and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Correct, Mr. Mayor. Um, those are, I believe, a state item that's put on there. Um, and the reason why we were having the issues at, at uh, 65 and 81st was uh, the angle of the of the light. And once they fixed the angle of the light, then, then we had no issues. I don't think we've ever had an issue with 65 because it's so straight. Um, the angles really never change. It was more 81st when you had yeah. to leave on an emergency, and I remember yep. Eveltop, Chief Eveltop. Yeah, correct. Before you, we fought for about a year to get this corrected, but that was before High V and the, when we had the magnetic loops under the road and different things, and now they went to traffic cameras to do the signal changes, correct. is my understanding. So are they changing anything on this intersection that is not compatible for uh, your law enforcement or our ambulances or fire trucks to go to and fro without interruption? I'll have to, I'll, you know what, Dan's raising his hand, I'll let him answer that. So. Uh, Mayor, members, the agreement specifies the, that the interconnect um, and signage associated with that uh, is the responsibility solely of the state and that they will be maintaining all of the um, EVP uh, system without any cost to the other partners. Okay. Do that again. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I'll make the motion to approve. 
any further discussion? Hearing none, Administrator, call the roll. Council members Wenling? Aye. Dirks? <coughs> Abstain. Moran? Aye. Mayor Nelson? Aye. Uh, this thing ran out of time or something. I'm going to have to go out to paperwork. Uh, computer screen shut down. <coughs> Eight. Uh, no, we're done with that. Nine. New business authorized purchase of new playground equipment. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Mayor and Council Members. Uh, this request is a part of our ongoing process of upgrading and improving our, our parks throughout the city. This is uh, a request to purchase equipment at Able Park, and it'll be rehabbing an existing piece of there. So we're saving some dollars by uh, refurnishing the uh, piece that's there. So we're keeping the poles, getting new parts, painting up um, uh, parts of that. This is actually a two-phase project. So part of it is the rehab, uh, purchasing the new equipment and installing it, and then also going out for a bid to purchase new equipment and also put in some port-in-place universal surfacing over there at Able Park. Uh, part of this uh, funding comes from the grant funding from the um, C CDVG money. So what I'm requesting now is to purchase this mo uh, these parts um, through this process, and then we will uh, submit these funds to get reimbursed from that grant for that. So this portion will be reimbursable. Oh, it's great. It's you could <laughs> use it both the funds. It was, that, that's a great idea. You and staff, and uh, uh, I don't know. I imagine Dan had a lot to do about it, but I know how pushy you are and how you Ooh. do your homework. And you're you're good. I mean, I'm not, that's a compliment. It might have might have sounded a little weird coming out of my mouth, but that's a huge compliment because Determined. you go after this Dave. stuff. Determined. It's, it's yeah. just you amaze me. You, you know these things, and you go after it like a bulldog, and, and it really makes me happy. Uh, so that's approving it, right? You're making the motion? Well, <laughs> let you guys do I'll something. I'll make the motion to approve authorization to purchase uh, playground equipment. Motion's been made by Council Member <coughs> Any further discussion? Hearing not, Administrator, call the roll, please. Council members Wendling? Aye. Dirks? Aye. Moran? Aye. Mayor Nelson? Aye. Great work, guys. Uh, we move on to reports. Uh, the attorney is in a different city tonight because we're on Tuesday night instead of Monday night, so he's in a different city. Uh, anything correspondence he had is in your packet. Uh... Same with the engineer tonight. Uh, engineer's report from Phil Gravel is uh, in your packet. He is not here, so we'll skip down to uh, 10C, which is administrative reports. Dan, if you would, please. Uh, thank you, Mayor, members. Uh, we've been busy working on uh, preparing for uh, the City Hall renovation. Um, the uh, comment period ends tomorrow, and so, um, so we will... Um, be able to move forward uh, on February 5th with the um, with the awarding of the bid if, uh, if the council so desires as well as um, calling for the sale of general obligation capital improvement plan bonds to finance the project 
So, um, so that uh, then we also have a number. Well, we will also have a number of planning commission items on that um, February fifth meeting as well. So it'll be a very uh, busy meeting. That's all Thank I have. You Thank can. you. Council reports. Council. Uh, I have one report, an update. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about the yellow ribbon. Uh, we don't have a port shop right. It was printed. This uh, works deal, but uh, that is not there. We're working on two different venues uh, for different meals and things going on. Uh, we have a car show and a motorcycle show and a traveling car motorcycle show with live bands going on. I'm in negotiations with the owners of these establishments and the bands and the silent auctions, so it is not dead by far. Uh, uh, it is moving forward. We'll never forget our fallen soldiers and the soldiers and their families that are serving us now. Uh, we're regrouping. Uh, uh, right now I'm back up to seven volunteers, uh, possible six more in the next few days. So uh, we should have a few uh, full crew going again. Uh, Dates will come forward and the opportunities on where you can go to. Uh, I will be announcing in the near future, uh, but it is going. Uh, they fight for us every day. That's why we're America and we're here free. And uh, I will not let our soldiers or their families down. We are moving forward. Don't worry about that. Spring Lake Park will continue to be a yellow ribbon and a Purple Heart City for all our soldiers and our wounded veterans and fallen soldiers and Gold Star Moms and Blue Star Moms. I take this very seriously. Uh, I want to apologize for the disruption. Uh, most of this is my fault. Uh, I'll take the blame for that, but enough was enough, and I took action. Uh, I'm not going to go any farther into that than that. That's all that needs to be said. Uh, it will come back, and it'll be as good or better than it ever was. With that being said, any other thing under correspondence? Hearing none, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. I'll make that motion. Motions been made by Councilmember Wendling. <coughs> All in favor? Aye. 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 City Council of Spring Lake Park is now adjourned.